That's so on brand for you. So on brand. Yep, very on brand. Hey everyone, welcome to the That's So On Brand podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Mann. I'm a graphic designer and business coach, and I am endlessly fascinated by other people's passions. It's our passions that make us unique, relatable, and people that others want to work with and get to know. I'm on a mission to get people thinking about their story and how their life experiences have molded them into the entrepreneur, athlete, or professional that they are today. You may not be for everyone, but you are most definitely a person that someone out there needs right now. So join me every Wednesday to hear from aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners and see just how unique, authentic, and inspiring each person's journey is. So let's get into it. Welcome back, everyone. I'm excited. This morning, I have Morgan here with me. Hey. Hello. It's good to to connect on video. I feel like we talk on Instagram all the time. It's so true. Yeah, it's nice to see your face. Yes. So let's get into it. Who are you and what do you do? So I'm a full-time vegan and gluten-free food blogger. And then part-time, I'm a freelance research associate. Um, for a small private school that specializes in serving students with autism. Cool, cool. Yeah, and the the reason we connected is because of the blog. So I got to help you with that branding and the logo, and that was super fun. And also kind of a pivotal point in my life when I (laughs) finally decided to go vegan. I was like, it's time. It was like, I don't really believe in fate, but that's like the only way to describe it. You know what I mean? Seriously. Yeah. So your name was passed down to me from my boyfriend actually starting a company. And then I went and creeped your Instagram because obviously like you want to do business with somebody that you can relate to. Totally. And I was like, oh my God, I think she's contemplating going vegan. I'm like, (laughs) we are like meant to work together. This is great. (laughs) This is it. Yeah. And so like you obviously learned from me with the design and everything, but I, at the same time was learning from you through the, you know, your blogs and your, I don't know, just like asking you random questions and being like, how did you start? And I don't know, it was just, it was so nice and a comfortable way to do it. I feel like a lot of people would be like, oh, it's not that hard to go vegan. And I know you've talked about that being a pet peeve, but for me, I'm like, it definitely was very difficult. So having someone there to like answer questions was super helpful for me. I feel like we all need that. Yeah, totally. It's so overwhelming. The world in itself of you get one thing down and then you're like, oh wait, but the secret ingredient is this and it's actually made from this. Oh, totally. I mean, I literally, I just put on Burt's Bees. Like I still have like eight of these and I'm like, all right, once I'm out of these, then I will replace because people forget about like bees and honey and and all that stuff too. So Um, true. But I'm sure we'll get more into that as we go. I'm really interested in, I mean, I I know because I worked on your branding, but for everyone who's listening, why did you go with the name that you went with? So I had no idea what actually went into doing a blog when I first created the name. I really wanted to create a website where you went onto the page and like full playlist came up for the recipe that you were creating. And I was about to set like a full ambiance for you (laughs) to cook whatever meal or snack or drink, whatever it was. Um, So notably was in a sense of like music because Mm -hmm. that for me has always been like a really grounding experience and always have it on when I'm cooking or baking or doing anything. Um, but also I wanted to do vegan differently. So I feel like within the space of veganism, there's a ton of judgment and like the big thing right now is like, if you went vegan for your health or the environment, you're not like as good of a vegan as if you went for the animals, the animals. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> who is dictating this? Like, who is saying that? So I wanted to just create a space that was like really approachable, comforting, safe space. You don't even have to be vegan to be here. Like mm-hmm. if you DM me and say you absolutely love cheese and you're never giving it up. Great. 
but like want some guidance in some other areas, like I'm happy to give it to you. It's no sweat off my back. Like everybody has to go at their own pace and throughout you showing me different examples, it was what we ended up on. It was like notably was this big, bold letters. And then the vegan was like so delicate. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is, this is perfect. This is where we're going with it. And yeah, overall it started with music and then it turned into like, let's just do it really different and approachable. Right. And notably is also like, I take it now as like, you're proud, you're notably vegan, you're making it part of your brand and your lifestyle, like you're proud of it. So I think totally that works really well. And you mentioned the process of going through um, the logo design. I know we started with like, I like, I wanted to show you some examples that had like little leaves and greenery and like what you'd expect, <laughs> I guess, yeah. out of like a vegan logo. <laughs> and I'm so glad we didn't go that route because it just, it, it works so much better the way that we went. But I do think it's interesting that we did try those things. And I think it's important that you do kind of show people the obvious um, as a designer, because you can't really know if you like it or not, unless you see it and you have it to compare it to what you you think you need or, you know, like, I, I just thought that process was really fun because I don't know. It's, it's like not in your face, vegan. It's like classy. (laughs) Classy, elegant, vegan logo. I I absolutely love it. And I love the fonts we chose and everything. It still has like that earthy, earthy, natural feel too. And it's not like in your face greens and like lime green. It's like a dark green and brown and and beige. It's it's nice. I love it. I'm very happy with it. (laughs) Good. I'm so glad. So I'm interested kind of like, so I usually ask this question about the trajectory of events that led you to do what you do now, but I'm also kind of interested at the same time, and I'm sure you would talk about this anyway, but your trajectory of events or of going vegan as well. Sure. What do you want to start with? Let's talk about your business first, and then we can talk about vegan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so the idea kind of started from like a quarter life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Yeah, always. <laughs> Um, so I've been in the field of special education since 2014, um, and primarily have worked with kids with pretty severe challenging behavior, um, in both public and private schools. So it's a job with a lot of responsibilities and, uh, really high rates of burnout and really high turnover rates. So, I primarily worked one-to-one, so I was the primary caregiver with one student, and that requires you to be on for, like, at least six hours a day minimum. Um, No breaks. Uh, Your student and you are just rocking it through the world. Um, (laughs) But when those six hours end and you put that student on the bus to go home, like, you are utterly exhausted. And there were days where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to drive home with how physically and mentally exhausted I am like there's nothing left in the tank right um I also had a really long commute and just there was a bunch of other things on top of it um I'm also highly observant right it's basically I went to school for it I have a master's in it like analyzing behavior is something that it will just always be a part of me so seeing the burnout of everyone around me of coworkers and my superiors at the same time it was like this disconnecting feeling of how do I help? How do we change this? Where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so my whole job changed and oh, yeah, I was working from home and on zoom basically all day, every day, like zoom fatigue was a different level because it was, how do I make lesson plans and teaching and running behavior programs fun online. Impossible. (laughs) Impossible. Uh, Round of applause for any educator and all the caregivers and parents that made it through that time because holy moly, it was a lot. Um, So like going through that was also fun at the same time though, because it was this creative world of being so techie, which is something that I like love 
and figuring out new programs and whatnot, like learning new things has always been something that has always excited me. So I was like, all right, we're fine. <laughs> <Let's do this." laughs> um, and I got promoted during that time. So I thought that would kind of like settle this discomfort that I was feeling, but it was still there. It kind of did like the opposite. Mm -hmm. Um, because with that promotion, my eyes got open to a bigger picture and I had more access to like the ins and outs of things that were happening. Um, so I had incredible mentors, but I looked around the room and I was like, you all are burnt out and frustrated how, like, I don't think I can fix this. Right. Um, and again, just like following my gut feeling something was off for me. So I was crazy a little bit and I left without a solid plan, but wow. I knew I could figure it out. I was yeah. like, you know what? I have a care.com profile. I have years of experience. Remote learning is here to stay. Right. Um, it was very beginning of pandemic. So I felt confident that I was going to figure it out. And I also had this inkling of like, maybe teaching is where you're supposed to go. Do we go back to school and get a second master's in teaching. Mm -hmm. So I ended up working, um, in like a pod environment basically. So I was a nanny slash caregiver slash teacher for four kiddos, um, for a school year. And about halfway through, I realized I'm not going back to school for teaching. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I still feel disconnected. So I did what any normal human going through a quarter life crisis does. And I reached for every single self-help book out there <laughs> and awesome. listened to endless podcasts. And mm -hmm. I was just like, what do we do? Right. Um, and I feel like all the overarching themes in those are what lights you up, what makes you excited to get out of bed in the morning? Like, what do you do you spend your free time doing? What do people ask you help for? Yeah, that's a big one. All of those things. And every single question led back to something to do with veganism or cooking or just like sharing more about that aspect. And I knew I wanted to stay creative. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know how the idea came up or what really happened. led me <laughs> on there. But I started Googling of like, uh, what's a food blogger? What does a food blogger do? <laughs> like, is this real? Can you even make money from this? Right. Like, how do you make money doing this? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, I hate social media personally. I have no idea what I'm doing in terms of blogging. How am I going to figure this out? But I knew it was all figure outable. Like I would yep. get Never picked yeah. up a camera, like had no idea, but we're like, let's, we're going to figure this oh out. God, and your photos are so nice. Oh, thank you. So nice. And at the same time, I got really lucky of, I made that decision. And then again, talking a little bit about fate or like stars aligning. I got a call from the previous company that I had left asking if I would come back, but work remotely. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> wait a second, I can do both this is, this is Unreal. okay. So I felt like that was just like a sign of, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the bet on myself. I'm absolutely terrified, but let's just see what happens. Yeah. And I think the comforting thing that I told everybody, because when you first say that to somebody, they're like, you're going to do what? Are you crazy? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know. That. And I had no plan either. Like, it wasn't like I was like, here's my business plan for the next five years. Let's do this. <laughs> I was just like, we're going to figure it out. And everybody thinks you're crazy. So my comforting thing was like, I'm going to do it for six months and then see what happens. That's literally what I tell everyone, <laughs> everyone. That's, that was a, that I'm still doing that. I'm like, all right, six months. I'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. And then I had a conversation with my mom, probably like a month ago. And I was like, I've always said this. I'm not even at six months yet. I'm not even there. <laughs> um, but I was like, you know what? I think I said it as a comfort thing. I don't think I'll give up. I've invested too much into this now. And I feel for the first time truly like aligned that I know what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing. And some days are really hard. And I'm like, are we sure we want to keep going? <laughs> but 
I'm here. I think I'm here for the long game now. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so funny that your 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 whole thing was like the six month thing because that was my my whole idea too. Because we've we've done the full time thing. We can always get yeah. a full time job. Like we know how to do that. So it's so true. Our worst case scenario is doing what we've already done before, yeah. <laughs> which wasn't. I mean, it wasn't great, but it, at least like we know we can do it. That that's the point. So I totally feel that. <laughs> and I say the same thing to everyone that I work with, everyone I talk to. Um, yeah. So what what is your what's your vegan journey? What <laughs> how how did that start? I'm always so intrigued by that. Um. So it was kind of twofold. Um. I had experienced a ton of like gastrointestinal problems for a long time. And I also, I had originally moved to Florida for my first semester of college. I was a nursing major and was passionate about never seeing snow again. (laughs) So went to Florida and was so homesick and just could not. And I also didn't want to be a nursing major anymore. So I was like, I'm going to come home and just figure it out. And I signed up for classes like last second. And one of my like last electives was about the food we eat, which Mm -hmm. had like interests me before, but it was never something that I was like, I'm going to major in this. This is going to become like, you know, Um, but we basically got to experience how all food makes its way to our plate. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was like nine years ago almost. So veganism wasn't hugely talked about. I actually had a girl in the class who was vegan and she brought in like a green sludgy drink every day. No shade to her. So my like view of veganism was I literally have to eat like ground up grass and yep. <laughs> I'm never going to survive like this. Right. Um, so then my brain just went into overdrive. I read like a bunch of books and consumed all of the knowledge as I do with every <laughs> situation. I had first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and went really slow. Um, I think you know, a lot of people say like, you can go cold Turkey. It's fine. But I went really, really slow. Um, I was also fortunate enough that my mom also wanted to go vegan at the same time Yep. and having somebody to do it with is like, I think the key to it all. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I would have been able to do it without Dylan at the same time. It just, it's too much. You're navigating so much. Like I was literally sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor of Whole Foods, like reading ingredients, like no shame. Totally. Yeah, you have to. (laughs) Yeah. So that started. And then it just was like slowly cutting out each food group um, Mm -hmm. and replacing it with good things. But even along the way, I feel like still, like I'm almost nine years in and I feel like I'm still consistently always learning something new like it just doesn't ever end (laughs) no and there's like new research and there's new products always and yeah I I've only been vegan for a little over a year now and what I was eating then is so different I'm eating now and I'm sure in a year it'll be even more different yes and then when the whole gluten intolerant thing got thrown in I was like hold on wait a second I have to reevaluate oh yeah because you're gluten-free too right yeah um Mm -hmm. which definitely is not easy to start um but I feel like it's harder eating out like I have told I should really keep a note of like what people's responses are when I say I'm vegan and have a gluten allergy at a restaurant (laughs) because the responses are so good but yeah so I felt better I just kept going and kind of got obsessed with like okay what's really in our food how does it really get to our table um but if you're thinking about it I definitely suggest doing it with somebody because it makes it way easier (laughs) totally I I have been wanting to do it for a few years prior, but I lived in a house with two other roommates and then three other roommates and like fridge space and trying to navigate like when I'm cooking versus when they're cooking and like sharing ingredients. And 
And then the the cost is definitely a factor. I mean, people are like, you can do it for cheap. And I'm like, sure. But like at the same time, in the beginning, you're like testing all these new ingredients and brands. And like, I don't personally like vegan cheese that much, but I have one specific brand that I like. But it took me like eight different brands to figure that out, you know, and that's like kind of wasteful if you don't like it. So there's there are a lot of challenges. So. Yeah, if you're thinking about it, I totally agree. Having someone to do it with or even just having someone like in your back pocket that you can text and like yes. figure it out with, that that's totally helpful. And there is no shame in the slow game. Like go do not go cold turkey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the go vegan it's easy statements are honestly lying to you. And I think anybody who's living by that philosophy is totally forgetting about how much unlearning you have to do. And the like insane amount of times that food is at like social gatherings and tied to so many memories and culture, religion, like it's, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I was at a bachelorette party this past weekend and they were making s'mores and I brought my, my vegan marshmallows and they were like, (laughs) what? Marshmallows aren't vegan. And I was like, nope. Because like, a couple of weeks prior, I re- I had that realization myself. I'm like, they're not vegan. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, there's so many, there's so many things to learn for sure. Yeah. Um, and mistakes are going to happen. Yes. Move on. Like, I still feel like it's impossible to get fully, like, go vegan and not make any mistakes. Like, you're going to accidentally eat things with animal products in them. And that is totally fine. Yeah, it's the world we live in, right? Like yep. we can only control so much. Totally. Um, so you you mentioned the um you mentioned some pet peeves you have already. <laughs> Are there any other pet peeves that bother you about either veganism or the blogging industry or anything? Yeah. Like um I think with blogging in particular, um especially as someone who like lived on Pinterest prior to creating my own Um, is this idea that everything that I'm creating is edible and perfect and tastes great the first attempt. (laughs) Um, Like most of my recipes go through like solid minimum three to four rounds. Yeah, you talk about that a lot, which I appreciate. Yes, I don't ever want someone to think like I go in the kitchen, I have this idea. And then all of a sudden it just like miraculously works. (laughs) Um, And recognizing too, that like all of our ideas that we have in creative spaces are not original. Like someone is not holier than thou because they made this certain recipe and they claimed it and they trademarked it and it's all good. Like all of our ideas creatively. I think Austin, um, I forget his last name, um, wrote um, about like creativity in general. And he mentioned something along the lines of like every single thing that we do creatively is influenced by something in your life. Absolutely. Um, I can agree with that as a designer too. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. And just as like humans in general, our behaviors are influenced by everything around us. Like there's just anybody that's acting like they're the Beyonce of the food world. Like (laughs) they're not. (laughs) So true though. I think the thing I like about your blog too is, (laughs) you know, when you go and you like, you're on Google, you find a recipe you like, you click on it. And then you're like, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and you're trying to find the recipe and you're like what is going on where is this yours are not like that like at all like you have like the right amount of like context in there but some bloggers I'm like wow you're talking about like your kids days like I know it's a lot <laughs> you don't yeah. need all of that just a little bit <laughs> right and there is there's some method to the madness which I didn't realize like to be ranked on google the yeah, longer for seo <laughs> Yeah. Which totally get, but at the same time I try, I'm going to forget about SEO if it's going to make whoever is already on my page reading it easier. And also I can only tell you so much about a blueberry muffin, right? Like, (laughs) I don't 
thing. have any more helpful tips or tricks for you in that realm. I'm certainly not going to tell you a story about me eating a blueberry muffin just for the fun right. of it. <laughs> yeah, I I love your your blog and I love the photos on your Instagram. I just every time your stuff pops up, I'm like, all right, we gotta add that to the list. <laughs> add this to the list. Thank you. That means so much. I feel like it's really hard when you first start because there's not a lot of feedback. Oh, and then you get the feedback and you're like, okay, I'm okay. I can keep going. Yeah. I'm on the right track. Yeah. So that brings up my next question about social media. So you mentioned that you're not a, you're not a big fan of social media. So how has it been, how has that process been for you? Like getting more on Instagram and you know, do you share your personal side? I mean, I think you share your personal side, but how, how has that all been for you? Yeah. So it's definitely a struggle. I won't lie. Um, my personal social media pages, I'm so inconsistent with, and like, I haven't posted anything on my personal Instagram in like two years. (laughs) It's been a while, but I definitely think that, I'm trying on Notably Vegan to be like pretty consistent. I definitely have days where I don't post and I'm not beating myself up about that. Um, Good. And there's also a part of me that overthinks almost everything. Like I've do. <laughs> Googled the word the to make sure that like I'm <laughs> definitely spelling it. No, I totally, I did that this morning. So. Yeah. <laughs> and like, after I post it, like I post it and forget it because I can't sit there and look. But I'm like, why good, did you overthink it. this for 35 minutes for no good reason? <laughs> well, it's weird because some people like hop on things that you never thought would have been like problematic. Yeah. You're like, I was worrying about something completely different. And now you're attacking me for this? Like, what right. do you mean? Yes. <laughs> And then kind of like the second part to that is I feel like it's helping me in some way. I haven't, notably vegan is like still my baby. And I haven't told a ton of people in like my personal life about it. It's still like, I keep everything very much to my chest unless I'm asked. And then I'll tell you my real thoughts on anything you want. (laughs) (laughs) But unless I'm asked, I keep everything very close. Um, So it's not something I've shared like on my personal Instagram, my like very close friends know and my immediate family, but it's definitely still something that I'm working on. And I think of you all the time of saying, if you don't talk about your business, nobody's going to talk about it. Yep. That's what I was going to say. (laughs) Is closed mouths don't get fed. And so both of you, I feel like you're both on my shoulders anytime. That's a good one. (laughs) They can help me do this. Yeah, just a little at a time. I mean, I when I was coaching someone, I was like, have you posted on your Facebook yet that you do this? And she was like, no, not yet. Maybe yeah. I should. And I was like, I'm sure people will be reaching out to you after that. Like, yeah. you should see. And then she did. And she had like two, three people reach out and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going on a trip. I could use your help. I was like, there you go. <laughs> like, yeah. People just need, I don't know, they need to know what you do in order to totally to use your services or use your recipes or or whatever it is so yeah 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 you'll get there little by little you have to do everything at your own pace too right like you can't yeah you can't be uncomfortable all the time you have to do a little by little yeah I have it's something I'm definitely working on but I have like unrealistic high standards for myself so toning that down. And I think social media can help in some aspects of that, but the comparison game obviously can crumble that quickly. Totally. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm I'm my gut instinct. I feel like I go on that a lot of like, okay, this is when you're supposed to do this. Like, so I'm basically just listening to that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's a good way to do it. And on the comparison game thing, there are times where I need to unfollow like all the designers and creative people in yeah. my space because I'm just feeling overwhelmed or like I'm not doing a good job or like you said, like I'm not reaching my own expectations. So right. I'm like, I don't, I don't need that negativity and that reminder telling me that like I'm struggling with this thing. 
And then like next month I can follow them again. Like that you have to kind of like curate your own space and that curation can change month to month or day to day or or week to week. Like I, even my friends, I have to like unfollow sometimes because I'm like, you're, you're doing way too well. Like I need to like, I need like some space for a little bit, but yeah. It's so true. Yeah. So overall I'm working on it. Social media. That's all I can do. Definitely want, I feel comfortable there, but it's not, it's not always the easiest to navigate, but I feel like that's even if you're not a business owner, that stays true. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I always ask people about like what their biggest struggles have been. I know we like just said a struggle. Are there (laughs) any other struggles that have been tough for you? Um, yeah, I think that starting in itself was extremely hard and I'm probably a little biased since I'm still definitely in the startup phase and it is definitely still new to me, but I feel like frequently you hear about everybody's big milestones, the big months, and there's like a little blimp in there of like how hard it was when you started. Right. But nobody ever goes into like, exactly what does that mean? Like, can you describe to me how hard it was? Is it normal that I'm hysterically crying because a piece of seasoning is out of place in this photo? Like, (laughs) is this okay? Right. (laughs) Like, and you're also in this alone, like for a lot of startups, you are Very lonely. doing whatever it is on your own. And it's not like my close community of friends are bloggers and can understand exactly where that I'm coming from. Right. Um, but I do think it's been helpful to just like realize that say I did go back to a big job or I went to corporate, I would be clueless for my first like six months to a year just starting to get to know the lay of the land, how the office relationships work, my new role, like exactly all of the things I need to do in the job. Yeah. Best coffee shops around, like everything takes time in that realm. So I just remind myself of that within the space. Like, yes, you're starting out, but you're not supposed to be a guru at this right off the bat. No. but again, unlearning, like nobody's going to come in and tell me, Hey, at 10 AM, you have to do this thing. Like getting myself into routines and structuring my days. Uh, it took some time for sure. I feel like I'm just now getting in a good rhythm, but yeah, it's a lot of mental energy. I definitely felt like for the first probably six months, like I'd wake up exhausted. Because I was like dreaming all night about all the things I had to do and all the failure and I'd yeah. wake up and be like, I'm not rested at all. I have to do this again. Like, it's just like you said, it's a totally different animal. Like when you go to corporate and you get a job, there are people, there are resources you can go to. There are other people who can take your work when you want to go away or when you're sick. There's HR that can help with things like setting up health insurance and like you know what I mean like all these things and there are just so many layers and little tiny things to do all the time it's like when you move into a new place you have to like organize everything but you also have to work and you also have to unpack and like it it, there's just so many layers but I like what you said about if you are going to get another job it's going to be the same thing like you're gonna have to figure out what your schedule going to look like and if you can work on the morning or if it makes sense to work out at night where to work out like (laughs) you're gonna eat like and then all your other your job responsibilities so I like that what's keeping me going right now yeah Yeah. for sure well I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing you are making a difference for me so good that's all that counts I said that when I started of like if I can help one person to either continue or start or just become more aware of what they're eating and just getting good food back into their life. Like that's it for me. Totally. Yeah. I, I totally, you're doing that for me. So thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. (laughs) Of course. So those are all the like businessy questions. So now we're heading into the, the last four, like funny, interesting ones. (laughs) Okay. I'm down for it. (laughs) So if you were a car, what would you be? Okay, so I have to preface this. 
with the fact that my motion sickness is real. Like if I am in the oh, car no. for more than five minutes, I have to take medicine. I have um, like those C-band motion sickness. Um, oh yeah. That like put acu or it's like a pressure point in your wrist. Yeah. In the car at all times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. they're going on. Um, so being in the car is not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, we've also road tripped more than we ever have in the past two years. So I'm becoming more comfortable with it. Oh, good. That's good. Um, but I also love the ocean. So I hope that you don't judge me for this. It's not exactly a car, but I think that I would be a duck boat. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I love this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because I also am not a person that is afraid of change. Like I can spin on a dime, whatever's totally. put in front of me, let's go with it. And all I kept thinking about with this question was what is a car that like changes easily? And I kept thinking of like transformers. <laughs> You're like, that's not my aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. Um, but yeah, I live a few blocks from the ocean. I don't think I could ever live anywhere where I'm not right by the ocean. So a duck boat for me just like makes sense. Aesthetically, it's a little much for me, but <laughs> you could, yeah, we can make it a little more elegant or fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I love that answer. I've had someone say that they'd be a boat, but not like a specific boat. So yeah. I like that. It's very unique. Nice Thanks. choice. It does make sense with the the changing on a dime because even just talking about like your trajectory of events that led you to do what you do now, <laughs> like there were so many twists and turns and and things that that you had to change. So yeah, it seems sure. on brand for you for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So along the same context, when was the last time someone said like, "Wow, that's so on brand for you," or "This made me think of you," something like that? So very bizarre, but I feel like the color that we chose for the green was going to be like the main focal point. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the brown and the beige has like totally taken over. And I've like leaned way more into that. Totally. I think primarily because that's what the letters like. Yeah. The, actually, we went Makes with. sense. So, <laughs> but in with like my close friends and my family, Anytime we see that deep green, it's like, oh yeah, that's notably vegan green, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even though it's nowhere. Um, so uh, I actually got plates to photograph on and they were like that deep green. And my mom's like, oh yeah, totally notably vegan. So green. satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> that's like everyone with my walls, like my wall yeah. color. They're all like, that's your teal. That's your blue. It's so funny. We get known by these colors. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing a good job then. <laughs> exactly. So tell me a childhood story that's on brand for you. <laughs> so I went to a creative arts summer camp as a kid. And awesome. you basically got to pick your classes like you would in college um, to kind of plan out how you want your day to go. So you could choose to have like a mix of like sports, creativeness, leisure, however you wanted your day to go, you get to structure it. Um, so I was in like theater classes, I threw pottery and I was like very into all the arts and crafts. Sports, not my gig. I did soccer as a kid and like sat in the goalie and braided my hair, like <laughs> just like not my thing. Um, <laughs> as an adult, I love working out, but like sports and I, we don't get along. Yeah. That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. I like just learned that you have to watch the ball as it's coming to you. Like keep your eye on the ball to catch it. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's cause I was raised by a single mom and she wasn't into sports. So. That wasn't a priority. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had to film my day and I ended up in like a newspaper class as well, but I didn't love writing. That wasn't something that I was super keen on, mm -hmm. but I really wanted to be in this newspaper that went out to the camp every week to like, keep everybody updated on what's going on. <laughs> it's fun. But literally walked in and I was sassy, like very direct always. That's just, <laughs> I can see that <laughs> how I've been. And I was like, I have no idea what I want to write about, but I really want to write. And <laughs> they're like, all right. <laughs> the teacher was like, what? 
fuck? And basically threw me a newspaper and I was like, go through the newspaper and whatever you're drawn to, like, we'll talk about it. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Keep in mind, I'm like eight years old. Okay. <laughs> and so going through it and dear Abby, like fascinated me. I was oh, like, yeah. people ask her questions and you just answer like, this is so that cool. job. <laughs> so I was like, I want to create a dear Morgan column. Oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So I made like a little mailbox that got hung in like our auditorium that said, Dear Morgan, I like put so much glitter and cutesy stuff on it. And then there was a little pen next to it and these like sticky notes and you wrote on the sticky note, it was all anonymous and you put it in and keep in mind, we're all like seven to 12 years <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, like, what are they writing about? Like, what are they asking yeah. about? So it's like, what color hair is your, or what hair color do you think you'll have when you're older? And like, what's your favorite thing for dessert? And like, so many innocent. Yeah. (laughs) But I have the worst memory of like anybody, but all of my summers at that creative arts camp and like specifically working on that Dear Abby column are so vivid. And I feel like there's a reason for that. And reflecting back on like all of my choices and things that I've done in life, I'm just like, wow, yeah, that kind of led me in some way to here yeah. of like, this is possible. And I'm working really hard to start a weekly newsletter for Notably Vegan. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's the best that, thing I ever did. Yeah, <laughs> that I thought of the Dear Abby column when I was thinking that I was like, wow, okay, I've grown up now and it's going to be a little different, but it's awesome playing its part here (laughs) yeah you could totally do like I don't know I for lack of a better term like a segment about that like a newsletter or like a a post on your blog or a post on Instagram like have people ask you questions and then you answer them that's a that'd be really fun yes I want to do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah everyone loves answering questions like it's so true yeah yeah that's awesome. I love that. I'm also jealous that you went to a camp that was like creative because the only camps I went to were like sport related camps, which were like exhausting. I don't know yeah. how I ever managed. Um, and then I, when I was little, we we did like outdoorsy camps, but like I wish I went to one that was like a month or two month like sleepaway camp where you like do the kayaking and the swimming and the arts. And like, that just sounds so fun. I feel like I missed out. <laughs> so fun. It actually wasn't sleep away. The only reason okay. I ended up doing it was because I was such a homebody. I still am a huge homebody. Like don't ask me to leave my house. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't sleep away. It was like one of the only not sleep away camps and it lasted all summer. And oh, yeah, was- that sounds ideal. Yeah. It was perfect for me. I was a little hesitant at first, but I got there and loved it. And I feel like some of my best childhood memories came from that. So really happy yeah. I did that. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I love that. I, I wish we could go to camp. <laughs> As adults, I have, seriously, I want to explore this. Can you sign me up for camp? Please. That sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. Last question. When I say the funniest thing that you've ever witnessed, what comes to mind or just a funny story? (laughs) Yes. So I feel like an on-brand funny story is like probably five or six years ago, I um, hiked Machu Picchu. Oh my God. That's one of my dreams. Oh, highly recommend it. So So I did like the full like three or four days with tour guides, like the whole shebang. There was a huge group of us. Um, It was honestly one of like the best experiences ever. Um, But my Spanish was not great. Oh no. (laughs) And all of our tour guides, like they definitely had some English, but um, we had like a cook as well to do like all of our meals and stuff. Um, And he did not speak any English whatsoever. So thankfully other people that were within our group spoke Spanish and kind of translated and helped, but Mm -hmm. trying to explain that I was vegan was somewhat difficult. Oh no. (laughs) Oh, so basically the conversation ended. I don't really know exactly what transpired by them just saying veggie over and over again. And I was like, yes, all the veggies, (laughs) you got it. (laughs) 
And then after that, obviously I had to have that conversation day one from then mm. on my name on the trip, I was no longer Morgan. I was veggie. So like <laughs> anytime anything was needed from me or like meals being served, just like screaming veggie. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> and thinking back on it now, I'm like, well, thank God I wasn't also gluten-free at the same time because who knows what would have happened then. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm sure they don't, I don't know, maybe now it's more common, but I'm sure we they were like, maybe like gluten, I don't know what the hell you're Yeah, <laughs> like I checked a box like on when we signed up for the tour and everything, like I checked a box that I was vegan, but within translation and working with people like who knows how well that followed up, but. Right. Yeah, veggie. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, as you were telling that story, I'm like wondering what kinds of foods they would they were able to cook for you did they have like a lot of things like a lot of choices for you it basically like a ton of veggies and like fresh fruits and stuff and then I had packed like in case of emergency a bunch of like baby food pouches which I know oh, sounds hell yeah kind of crazy but no I used to um, hike, I hike with those sometimes so I guess. yeah so I packed those and then like a ton of protein bars that were like excessive of like this replaces your meal protein wise right um so like I came pretty prepared in the event that it would have been a problem but they were honestly great um and I ate like oatmeal and stuff like that with everybody in the morning um and then yeah they just would prepare a huge thing of veggies for lunch and dinner (laughs) that's awesome yeah that's like one of my biggest stressors is I mean anyone is, is traveling and eating um but I'm pleasantly surprised like pretty much everywhere else I travel, it's actually easier. Like Massachusetts isn't as good as, as I thought it was like Colorado was at the absolute best, but even when I went to like Key West, like there was plenty of options. Um, I don't know. I, I always, I think, I think it's also just becoming more common, which is good um even if they don't have a vegan option they have a vegetarian option like you can usually make vegan (laughs) but I was like I was in the middle of nowhere in Maine this weekend and I was fine getting takeout which is like crazy I was very nervous about that but yeah that that's awesome that you were able to to eat while, while traveling that'd be my my biggest stress on a trip like that yeah I went for in college to China for a work study for two oh wow like two and a half weeks and I packed literally a full like carry-on size suitcase full of food because I was like I am very unsure about this yeah probably not going to be able to eat and I'm so thankful that I did it because it was definitely very difficult we our second week was better we ended up staying like right near a local farm and cooked a lot of our meals at the house so it was helpful but yeah, traveling as a vegan definitely is something to get used to. And there's zero shame. Like I will pack a suitcase of food for anything. <laughs> yeah, you you gotta eat. And I always tell people who I'm traveling with, I'm like, you're not responsible for feeding me. Like I'm responsible. So don't feel guilty if you want to go somewhere and I can't. Like I've made this choice. You didn't make this choice. Yes. Yeah. And I I I'm in a lot of like vegan Facebook groups and I understand where some of them are coming from, but like, if you're going to a restaurant that isn't vegan, you also can't expect there to be a ton of options. So I don't know. It's my top tip for that is to call ahead of time. I feel like Hmm. I've had chefs be really accommodating if I called beforehand versus like showing up and being like, Hey, I'm vegan. What can you do? Yeah. That's Um, a good idea. Like calling ahead and saying like, I'm coming to your restaurant tonight. Just curious. I'll like no pressure. Cause I'm the yeah. person of like, if you're not going to feed me there, totally cool. Let me beforehand. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. And like, I, there's, there's guacamole. I'll like guacamole yeah, as my yeah. friends are eating. Yeah. Like that's, that's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same things, but yeah, definitely. I think it's definitely getting better in most places for sure to find options, sure. which is awesome. Very awesome. Yeah. I'm not sure if like, I'm just more aware of like the news around veganism or if there are more like companies that are trying to like do vegan products, I can't tell if it's like, (laughs) if it's one or the other, but 
<laughs> it definitely seems like we're we're heading in the right direction a little bit at least yeah within that space for sure I agree awesome that's good <laughs> good all right well that's all my questions for you um I'm really happy that you agreed to come on thanks so much for having me <laughs> of course so I want you to have a few minutes to just tell people like where to find your blog where sure. to follow you connect with you all that stuff yes yeah, so my blog come find me at notablyvegan.com and then I am on Instagram Pinterest and Twitter all at notably vegan um and stay tuned because a newsletter is in the works so i can pop yeah. up in your inbox weekly soon <laughs> i can't wait for that yeah. <laughs> awesome. of course you know i have to overthink it for at least 30 days before i do it <laughs> no 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 don't do it we yeah. need it I'm, I, I need it. So if, even if it just goes to me each week. <laughs> no, I'm for that. I can do that. That's helpful, right? Like if Good. one person says like, no, seriously, I want that or I need that. You're like, okay, now you're my fighting source. I see, I pull people on Instagram sometimes just for that, like boost of like, okay, here are my four ideas. What ones do you guys want the most? And then that I'm like, yep, I can create the best bagel out of that or whatever it might be yeah no absolutely I tell people that all the time I'm like you can guess all you want what people want and need but you're not gonna know unless you ask them and so true. you always it's, it's always better to create something that you know people want like that they've said that they want <laughs> and yeah. that they need so yeah. <laughs> that's smart keep doing the polls you're you're killing it on Instagram thank killing you it. thank you I definitely don't feel like that every day, but that is encouraging to hear. <laughs> well, you make a difference in my in my life. So keep keep doing it up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, it's it's been good. Thanks so much for being on here. Um, Thanks for having and me. I hope that everyone follows you, even if you're not vegan, even if you're just like intrigued and want to learn more. I highly recommend. Thank you. Yeah, come hang out. No pressure here. No animal cruelty videos. Or yeah, pressure. no judgment. Yeah. Zero judgment. Do you? Yeah.